Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hello, Nicole. You are back from Napa, California. I am. I went to my motherland. Did you bring wine back with you? I did, and I'm drinking some. Yes. Yeah, what of is course it? I brought Tell me wine all back. about it. I want to live vicariously through your oh wine drink. So there's so much to tell, but we ran from um, just south of the San Francisco Bridge, uh, over the San Francisco Bridge, and then up through Santa Rosa and over to Napa Valley. Um, it was amazing. Like it was, I, I have to say other than it being, I don't know, almost 90 degrees, mm-hmm. um, which was really hot. Uh, the weather was beautiful. The views were incredible. Um, I wasn't really sure what to expect a lot hillier than I thought it would be for some reason. I don't know why I didn't think it would be as San hilly. Fran's like crazy hilly. Yeah. I mean, I know that like in my head, but like running it is a whole other story. Um, so it felt like I was very challenged on um, at least two of my legs. They were definitely a lot more like elevation in a short amount of time. Um, but we got to Napa and then we had our ambassador summit, which was actually in Windsor, which is near the uh, Francis Ford Coppola winery. Ah. And Coppola, I believe, directed like The Godfather and a bunch of really other popular movies. So the when you go into the winery, there's literally like props, like big props. Like there's like a car, there's the Godfather desk, there's all these different things from his movies. That's like the entire like theme of the winery, That's which awesome. was really cool. Yeah. And the wine that I brought back um, had the Godfather theme going on. It's called Vendetta. And it's a cab sauve and it's got like the label is black. And it looks like there's three bullet holes on the front. Yeah, it doesn't have a description, um, at least that I'm reading. But uh, I know nothing fun, but the actual winery was incredible. Like, I live sort of in, like, the New York wine country up here upstate, like, around the Finger Lakes. And there's some really cool wineries, but this was just next level for sure. And so before I tell you about my wine, you're – this was for a Ragnar and you had two legs or three legs that you ran? So I ran, the first leg was 6.4 miles and it had almost a 600 foot elevation gain. Um, and I, it was like, it was after sunset, so it was pretty dark. Um, the second leg was, I can't remember, something in the middle of the night, but it was like 2.9 legs or 2.9 legs, 2.9 miles. And then my third leg was 5.1 miles, but it was, um, it was through trail. It was all very technical trail with like a 500 plus foot elevation gain. And it was through the part of Napa that actually was affected by the wildfires last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was really, <coughs> excuse me, interesting to see. Oh. Yeah. And now you're fighting a, crappy <laughs> yes cough. i'm trying to cough. i'm sorry yeah i have a really bad chest infection so and i have the syracuse half tomorrow so we'll see how this goes uh, well you can go back and listen to our tips about running when you're sick this is true yeah i gotta just 
not let my ego get the best of me. Yeah, that's true. And it won't trust me. Like I've, Ugh. I ran a half with a fever. No, which, really? Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. I, yeah. I had been trying to run this race for like four years and I was not gonna not run it after finally right. like getting in and being able to do it. So I was like, I'm going to do it no matter what. And I ended up having to walk most of the race and it was miserable. Yeah. Oh. And in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done it, but I was determined. I know I'm, I'm like the best at, I don't want to say giving advice, but you know, like, don't, don't do that. That's a terrible idea. Like just blah, blah, blah. And then I'm, I'm the worst at following my own advice. So yeah, it's we'll a good thing we're uh, giving advice to people through this podcast. Really good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why are you, why do you guys listen to us? I don't know. Who knows? Today we're not giving advice though, but first, before we get into that, what, um, what are you yes. drinking? I am drinking a French wine. It's called oh. Le Grand Noir. Uh, it has a little black sheep on the front and it has this pink cap with a little sheep on the top. It's super oh. cute. Um, and it's screw cap, which I love. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat this. I know that like, I'm kind of traditional with like, if I look for a good wine, I want it to have a cork, but... I love screw top for convenience. Yeah. Will always makes fun of me because it's never easy for me to open a bottle of wine. I don't know why. I either have, like, I've cut myself cutting off the foil. I've yeah. broken corks. I've, corks have fallen into the wine. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm bad at it. <laughs> I could never I, be I, a sommelier. I, I mean, I feel like I used to be better at it because I was like a server, but now I'm just, I've failed miserably. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, so screw top all the way. But anyway, this is 85% Grenache and 15% Syrah. It's a rosé. And it oh. says, in a world where many things increasingly look the same, we're delighted to offer a wine that doesn't sheepishly follow the herd. Ah. Deliciously mouthwatering, this dry, crisp rosé offers juicy strawberry and blackberry fruit, layered with balanced acidity and a clean finish. The perfect companion to an afternoon with friends, <clears throat> or podcasting, <laughs> also pairs well with summer salads, grilled chicken, and fish. Wow, that sounds yummy. Yeah. And there's about a glass left in the bottle, so because I'm classy, I'm drinking it straight out of the bottle. Yeah, obviously. That's how I drink everything, especially whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I need some pillows. And there's like, especially that <coughs> whiskey. <laughs> And oh my god she doesn't We're really have a cough nobody. she's just sitting there with a cigarette and a glass of bourbon how did you know <laughs> oh anyway today well first of all this is our last episode of the season oh what? my god yeah we're going on total vacay mode i think yeah this. we're heading into the holidays so we're gonna take a little hiatus and we'll be back in the new year, which is crazy that we're talking about the new year already. I know. But we'll be back in 2019 with new episodes. But first, we have one more amazing episode for you guys. And it is all about embarrassing things that happen when you run. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> on that note, Anne-Marie, <laughs> tell us about some... Either embarrassing things that have happened to you during a run or that you've seen happen to other runners. Are we talking about during... Oh, my God. I could. Be, I don't even know where to begin. Um, all right. I mean, let's like... All right. I'll admit it. So 
I've definitely let some gas go thinking it was a fart and it may not have been. Oh, no. Yeah. How long I've, did you have left to go on your run? When that um, happened? It was like, it wasn't that long. It was like towards the end. But like the next time I realized what was happening and then I had to find some like a patch of woods and some leaves. Oh, no. Yeah, there's like, I'm sure like if it was in any public space, I would have like gotten dubbed some sort of like serial shitter or something like that, but whatever. Um, it was, I can't even talk, I'm so sorry. Um, no, yeah, it, yeah, it happens. Like I'm, I'm just going to admit it. And then I had somebody else tell me, um, and I'm not even going to get into specifics, but somebody told me recently that they finished their run and they went to go into the gym and they ended up pooping themselves and had to go home. Like they, they went thinking they were going to like also like toot their fart. Oh, and no. that's not what happened. So I know I'm not alone. Yeah, I remember my very first marathon. It was the Disney, uh, Walt Disney World Marathon. And I was heading into like mile 17, 18, you know, right when you hit that wall. Yeah. And not physical wall. There's no wall in the race. I'm talking about that mental wall. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're yeah. running a race. And you're just like, oh, my God, how am I going to finish? Right. Um, but I there was this really bad smell. And oh. I was like, oh, there must be a porta potty coming. Like, this is not what I need right now. I'm having such a hard time with this race. Like, I just need to get past this porta potty. And the smell wasn't going away. Like, no matter how far I was running, it didn't seem to be getting closer. It didn't seem to be getting further. It just wasn't going away. Yeah. And then all of a sudden these people like moved ahead of me and in front of them was this woman and she had poop like going dripping down the back of no. her leg. I felt so oh, bad no. for her. Um and at the time I was like what like no race is that important, especially because like she was running at my pace. So she's not winning the thing. Right, right. And no race is that important that you can't pull over. And like right. there are bathroom stops like all along the course. But now that you're telling me that sometimes you think it's a fart and it ends up not being a fart, like maybe that's what happened to her. And there was yeah. still like 10 miles to go. Oh, see, now I think I if that happened, like, okay, so it happens, that's an accident, like not intentional. Like at least find a porter pot. Like take a minute to go clean yourself off. Like, yeah, that can't do you be know what comfortable. I mean? It was like, it, I mean, I don't want to get graphic. That's gross. But it was like dripping down. Maybe she thought it was sweat. Oh, it was bad. I don't know. I mean, I'd smell myself at that point. But like, I don't know. Like, I know it happens. And like, I know that gastrointestinal issues, especially with somebody who suffers from like irritable bowel disorder. Like, yeah, it happens. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's easy to throw rocks if it's never happened. But to you, but it does happen. And But I'd still probably like take priority in cleaning myself off than yeah. continuing front. And I've um, totally farted during a run. And like, like <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not trying to pass judgment. Like I, and sometimes I don't even know it's coming. Like it just comes out, you know? Right. Yeah, no, like you're, you're like, yeah, it just happens. It just happens. I don't even know how we're going to like move on from, how are we going to like top this? We're already talking about pooping. Like this is how we start out the conversation. I, know. Um, I mean, there are other things. Yeah. Like, uh, I know you have a post and I know this happens to a lot of women that have had babies. Yeah. Um, but sometimes stuff comes out the other. Oh, the other hole. The other hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I peed my pants. I can't even tell you how many times while I was running. 
Like, I have stopped counting. And it has nothing. And I'm talking zero things to do with having children. I have always peed my pants. It's like a problem. <laughs> Anne Marie's never been potty trained, guys. <laughs> so this is why she likes to drink so much, because she needs to forget. I just need to drink it all the way. Um, but seriously, so one time... Like, this is a really serious story. Um, Not serious, but, like, actually happened. I was running this 5K, and I'm going, like, blazing fast. I knew I was going to place. And sometimes when I do go so, like, when I do kick up the speed, that's when my bladder starts to, like, say, I don't think so. Like, I'm not (laughs) hanging in there. And I was, like, the last, like, half mile, probably, like, last quarter mile-ish. And... There was a bridge that we had, like, you go up a hill, you cross, like, this little baby bridge, and then you, like, round the corner down and, like, go to the finish. I literally was going up the bridge, and I'm like, I can't hold it anymore, and I could tell that I was going to place. So, instead of continuing to go, I sat down, peed my pants, and then finished, got back up, and ran and finished the race. Well, obviously, I placed, so thank God I had extra pants in my car but I had to like go rinse off like wash off with like a body wipe and put my extra pants on but I was super embarrassed because it wasn't like I wanted to do it It just wouldn't I couldn't help it and um I called my daughter at the time who was maybe like four and or my husband my daughter answered and I said she goes did you win I said well I peed my pants she goes are there no toilets where you are I was like stop judging me she was like, gosh, mom, I'm potty trained. Yeah, pretty much. So it happens. But no, I wear, I do, I wrote a whole post on it. I wore these uh, things now. They're called like the poison preza things. And they go up there like you would like say a tampon. And it helps to stop bladder leakage. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's like, you know, just in case anybody wanted to know, I pee my pants. Um... <laughs> Hey everybody! Billy yeah. peed his pants. You're not cool. You're not cool unless you pee your pants. <laughs> Name that movie. Yeah, right. Um, like, was it Billy Madison? Yeah, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. I think another thing, and that's happened to me all the time, is like sweat stains in weird places. Oh, that it looks like you pee your pants. So it you looks like you peed your pants. So yeah, yeah I don't. Um, and this might be TMI too, but I don't wear underwear under my like leggings. I don't either. Okay. Hey. Hey girl. Hey. Um, I see you. I honestly like for long runs, it's just another thing that might cause chafing. So Absolutely. I don't wear it. And, um, so if you're wearing certain colored leggings, I find gray and like dark colored leggings to be the worst offenders, not black, but like dark gray and like yeah, green. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I sweat, especially during long runs, like I sweat everywhere, but you get that like crotch sweat, which is real gross looking. It looks like you Mm -hmm. peed your pants. Mm -hmm. For sure it does. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't wear anything but black. Hides the pee real well. Yeah. I mean, that's why like people that are speaking up on stage wear black because those lights make you super sweaty and you can't tell when you're wearing black. It's true. Uh, yeah, I sweat. I sweat in weird places. And you mentioned chafing, like. It's not necessarily embarrassing, but, like, for, I mean, guys chafe in weird places, but, like, girls, like, I have to put the glide, like, around my boobs. Mm -hmm. I'll put it in between my legs. 
Um, I have a big enough butt where I have to put it in between up the top of the butt cheeks because they clap yep. a little bit. I do that too. <laughs> yep. I mean, and then I'll do it like under the arms and stuff like that. But if you don't want to, you don't want that to shape because it is not fun when you're in the shower. No, it hurts like all hell. Yeah. But so that actually leads me to another thing. This has not happened to me. And I actually think I may have mentioned this in another episode and I can't remember which one. But um, there are some races that at the med tents, the medical tents, they hand out Vaseline on popsicle sticks so Mm -hmm. that if you're chafing, you can grab one and like rub it wherever you need it. And I've used them. um, I remember using it at a Disney race because I was getting chafing uh, around my like waistband where my spy belt was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, you take it and then you have the Vaseline and you rub it and it really helps mid race to like prevent any more chafing where you're starting to get some. Apparently some people didn't realize it was Vaseline and they thought it was gel, like Ugh. fuel. Oh, <laughs> ew. How would you even recover from that while you're running? I don't even know. Like hope that there's a rather- water station like right around the corner to rinse your mouth out. I don't know. I, I, I literally think I'd rather pee my pants than eat Vaseline while I was running. Vaseline? I mean, I've never eaten Vaseline, but I can't imagine it tastes good. No, not at all. Blech. Gross. Blech. Blech. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, um, I mean, I know, um, I mean, people throw up during races, which yeah. is less embarrassing and more just like that sucks. Shock. Yeah, that sucks. I haven't ever thrown up in a race. I definitely, I mean, people like spit loogies or whatever they're called like i do that i will be tomorrow get out of my way <laughs> don't be next to Anne marie she's just gonna turn her head and spit a big wad into your face i might just warning fair warning um um snot rockets which i don't do normally because that's really gr- i just think that's yeah, stuff. I've never done snot rockets. I have I I spit can. a few times. Mostly the reason I've spit before is like if I'm starting to get nauseous, which happens rarely, but it has happened, I just I can't swallow anything. Like if I swallow uh-huh. something, I'm going to throw it up. So that's uh-huh. when I usually spit. But some people spit in general, like the whole race. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I really only do. I'll spit like. I think when you run in the really extreme cold up here, you end up getting like a lot of mucus and mm-hmm. it just happens. Um, but I don't, I don't snot, like nothing like comes up my nose normally. Yeah. Like, snot rockets or whatever. Oh man. Other things that aren't, I mean, I don't know that they're, they were embarrassing for me, but like nobody knew, like could tell or knew. Yeah. I just felt stupid. But I, both of these happened during the Syracuse half. It was so cold during that race that I had my hydration pack and the water in my backpack froze. So I I couldn't get anything out of the straw. So here I am with this like backpack and it's useless. Like I still have to go to all the water stations. It's just Mm -hmm. this extra weight that I'm lugging around. Right. And also my chews because I, I prefer the like gummy chews over gels. They... It was so cold that those were frozen and I mm-hmm. couldn't chew them. I had to like suck on them. Oh my God. <laughs> so I I'm like running this race, like tomorrow. sucking these chews. Uh, <laughs> like trying desperately to get water out of my 
backpack. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure my water froze when I did that Syracuse half uh, with the snow, but... I've, I've, I sometimes will like, cause my mouth is so small. I have to have the chews like one at a time, but even still like then they'll get like stuck in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like I have to really chew them. Um, and then I, I dropped my chews during the New York city marathon at mile like 18 or 19 oh my and God. I stopped to pick them up and yeah, that, that sucked. Well, one, I just felt stupid, like stopping and turning around in the middle of the race and then like almost tripping a million people as I'm like right. stopping to get my gels. Um, that sucked. Not like super embarrassing, just like sucked. Um, and then, yeah, I know that this has not happened to me and I actually haven't seen this happen to anybody, but I've heard, especially for guys, like their nipples can bleed. Yeah, that has not happened to me. From, I guess, chafing of, like, their shirt um, during a race, which I can see happen, like, if you chafe enough. Mm Mm-hmm. So one cure for that is to wear, like, Band-Aids over your nips, guys. Yes. uh, As, like, a protective barrier. Or use, like, chafing gel over your – over them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely good. I wouldn't want my nipples to start bleeding at all. And then, um, I, the past, my past two halves this, the weekend, one weekend ago and two weekends ago, I got a huge blister right on the ball of my foot, which is a horrible place to get a blister. Horrible. Mm -hmm. Because one, it's uncomfortable. And two, it's like, there's no way it can heal in a decent amount of time because you're constantly on it. Right. So... I mean, I had it. I got it when I ran the Hill Country Halloween half uh, the weekend before Halloween. And then it started to heal. And then I ran another half last weekend, the Rock and Roll Savannah, and it came back. And so now I'm just trying, like, I probably need new shoes. That's probably what that means. But, um, yeah, I just hope it goes away. It's, like, right on the ball of my foot. It goes onto the bottom of my toes, Ouch. It's super uncomfortable. And then I'm yeah. limp, I'm limping like an idiot. Like I'm not oh, sore. No. Right. I it just hurts to great, walk on the pavement, But I look yeah. like I'm a freaking pirate. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I don't I haven't knock on wood gotten a blister in like quite some time, but my feet are nasty. Like yeah, they're I, just they're your typical like runners feet. Like I don't I don't know. I need a pedicure really bad after this weekend to be honest. It's just nasty. So that's, I don't even, I'm not even embarrassed by it anymore, but like it occurred to me that sometimes like I'll be out and I'm like, people must think that I just don't take care of myself. So I have just like really mangled toenails. Yeah, Emery walks into the grocery store with mangled toenails, mm-hmm. wet pants because she peed herself, <laughs> a little bit of poop. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> I swear I'm not homeless. <laughs> um, other like embarrassing things, I guess. Um, a lot of people deal with toenails that get black and then fall off. Um, it happened to me. Yeah. And again, like not really embarrassing, I don't think. But no. a thing that happens. Some people are grossed out by it. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just paint your toenails black. Right. That's what I do. Um, what else? Mm-hmm. Other potential embarrassing I things? I, I mean, no, gosh, off the top of my head, like, I can't, 
I'm sure that there's other, like, you know, I'm sure, I think it's like more scary and less embarrassing, but like if you were to pass out from like dehydration or something like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you'd be embarrassed about it when you woke up, but that's more of a serious issue than anything. Yeah. I mean, going the wrong way during the night would be embarrassing. I I really haven't done that, but man, that would suck. I haven't done it either, but I can see like, if a, if a if it's a small race and the course maybe isn't marked properly, uh, that could happen. Oh, I know people who have like gone. I mean, honestly, even during Ragnar, because the signs are all out beforehand, and and it was in a unlike Adirondacks where it's all very rural and there's not a lot of people. There's like a, there's some very urban areas that we ran in, and obviously some teenage kids thought it would be funny to redirect some of the signs. <laughs> so. Some of, uh, we had at least three legs that people did a little bit extra mileage before they realized they weren't going the correct way. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go the wrong way because I stopped. There's like an app you can bring up and look at your like turn by turn directions. So I didn't go the wrong way, but mine was mismarked. Like a kid just put like a turn left sign into somebody's driveway. I was like. But Come on, that's not cool. It isn't. Well, it's not cool because you're like, was that supposed to be somewhere else? Like, am I supposed to turn left? I don't think I am. I'm confused. And you're running it like in the middle of the night on zero sleep. So it's like, it's very confusing. But um, it's happened to other people I know. Like like you're saying, smaller races that aren't marked, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I remember an embarrassing thing that happened to me. Uh, I was running in... I was, it was a Disney race. It was one of the, what was it, Dopey? Yeah, it must have been when I was doing the Dopey Challenge. So I had made all these like little costumes to run in. Yeah. And it was all comfortable running gear, but it was like color coordinated or, you know, a small thing to turn me into a character. Mm-hmm. And I was, yeah. for I've one of the, yeah, so for one of the races, I was Piglet, and I had these pink shorts and a pink tank top and a little headband with little pig ears, and uh, I think I wore pink sneakers. I don't know. It was all pink. And the running shorts I had never run in before, which is not something you should do. You shouldn't nope. do a long Fair race way. in new stuff, but this was my, like, costume stuff, and first I – oh, it was because the race was in January, so there was no opportunity to run in the shorts Mm-hmm. Um, until I got to Florida where it was warm because I was training when I lived in New York City. So I wasn't going to wear shorts on a training run just to like test them. Right. So I put the shorts on and I start running and they are riding up the entire race, like the entire race. And at one point I was just like, fuck it. I just have to ignore it because like I can't keep like pulling them down. Right. But I guess at one point they rode up so much that some woman came up behind me and was like, your shorts are riding up. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, no. That was pretty embarrassing, especially because it was Disney. Like, there's so many kids on the sidelines. Right. And my, like, butt's, like, hanging out of these shorts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's not cool. Yeah. I mean, it. you know, it happens. But, like, I guess that's it. Yeah. If you were to think about it, like, other costume fails, like, Imagine trying to, or like, I guess, race clothing gal, like trying to take your shirt off, like say, because you're hot and like your boob slips out of your sports mm-hmm. bra. Yeah. Something or, like that. or I've seen people that don't run in underwear and their leggings are too thin to not be running in underwear. Uh, I was at a yoga session recently and the girl in front of me, I saw everything. <laughs> All of it. 
Yeah, so, you gotta yeah, gotta check your stuff and some good lighting, folks. Yep. Yep. Gotta make sure. <laughs> oh, oh, Anne Marie, I'm gonna miss our little podcast sessions until, I know. until the new year. I am too. But guys, we will be back and we want to hear from you and know what you want to hear about. So shoot us an email, runnerswhowine at gmail.com. Talk to us on Instagram. Yes. Uh, you know where to find us. Yeah. Let us I'm know hope- what you want to know in the new year. Or if you want to, like, maybe we'll have some guest hosts in the new year. I don't know. The we world know. is our oyster. It really is. So if you want to be on the podcast, if you want to join in on this, uh, on these shenanigans. Let us know. Let us know. Also, Anne-Marie might end up homeless and won't have her <laughs> microphone and computer anymore, so I might need a new co-host. You might. You might. You don't know. <laughs> Never know. Anything. I mean, anything's up for, like, you don't know what happens. You have no idea. I'm, like, trying not to be sick right now, and I might die tomorrow, oh. so it's fine. I just joke in good fun. I love you. I hope you feel better. I know. No, I'll be fine, hopefully, and not homeless or dead. So, <laughs> Wine cures all. <laughs> yeah, I plan on <clears throat> killing the bottle tonight because that's a great way to pregame. I mean, uh, <laughs> <fuel>. <laughs> oh, right. On that note, on have that note. a great holiday season, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever all you celebrate. It. Happy so many New holidays. Year. We will see you at some point in 2019. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.